0: And we ask you, Father God, to let your kingdom be advanced and your purpose be advanced. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Called to be faithful. Call to be faithful. Uh, if you think about that again, Jesus told us about many are called, but few are chosen. Few are chosen, and and really here in this text, it's a, uh, it's a scripture about a war that will take place. We all know, again, we've been talking about it, and through the years we've always spoken about it. There is a war for our souls. There's a war for mankind. There's a war in heaven. There's a war, good versus evil, every day. Every day. Again, uh, as you think about it, light versus darkness, good and evil, on and on and on, there's a war, a clash, again, that takes place. God and his saints, uh, again, are the angels of God against the angels. And we talked about this weekend about the fallen angels, again, of Satan and Lucifer. So we look at that tonight about a war that was taking place from this text that will take place in our text. The Bible says he will make war with the Lamb. Who was he talking about? We go back and look at our Bible study to get a chance. We did an overview, an overview of every book, every book, and uh, the book of Revelation was the last one we did and uh, over the past year plus. And we talked about, again, everything will take place. And, and one of the things here was referring to was, again, a battle that's going to take place ultimately. Naturally, sure there are little battles down. There are battles that take place every day, but there will be an extreme battle that will take place. That will come to a head eventually. And so we look at this tonight, and this is where the text came from, to where the beast, uh, again, the the devil, uh, again and, and the antichrist and all of his minions will fight against the church and the kingdom of god fight against the lamb the bible says here the lamb as you look at it he is the lamb of god the lamb capital l as you look at this in your bibles it, it is representation of jesus christ it's pointing to christ and the bible says that uh, again it's impossible for him to win meaning the devil to win and in our lives tonight, we have to come to that realization tonight that it's impossible for the devil to win. It's impossible, not unless you allow him to win in your life. It's impossible for him to overtake the church. It's impossible for him to have the upper hand in every believer and every follower of Christ. Remind of a scripture that tells us what Jesus said. He would build the church as we covered a few, uh, the other day about we are the church. We're the body of Christ. And it says, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And so as you live your life, as you live and go on through your life, live your life day to day, you have to hide that in your heart as a believer in Christ that the devil cannot win. And you have to refuse to let him win. You have to refuse to let him get the upper hand in your life. You have to refuse to even uh, again bow down to him. And say, devil, you cannot win. Why? Because I'm following the Lamb of Almighty God. The Bible says here that they overcame. They overcame, again, Jesus and the saints of God. And they no doubt because, why did they overcome? Because he is Lord of Lords. He is Almighty. The Bible says he is King of all kings. Every Lord has to bow. Every king has to bow. Brothers and sisters and I, friend, whoever you may be, we all have to bow before the king. Amen. We have to humbly kneel down before him and acknowledge him. The Bible says, whether you want to listen to me or not, whether you listen to the preacher or not, the Bible says that every knee should bow and every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord. There will come a day when all men and women from all walks of life, regardless of social status, regardless of economic status, Regardless of educational status, location, geographical, wherever you live on this earth, the Bible says we will have to bow one day to Almighty God and no doubt declare him as Lord. It's better to bow now, amen, and follow him now. Because then it will be too late. We read about this, it's too late for them to even turn. It's going to be too late to repent. It's going to be too late to surrender to God. Because, again, they had already made their choice. Today, the Bible talks about, again, here in our text, and it really leads to, it's about who was with Jesus in this war, who were on the winning side. The Bible says they that were called of him. Those that were called, tonight God is calling you. Tonight God is calling you. He knows your name. He knows where you live. He knows exactly what you have need of. Each one that has breath tonight, Everyone that is born on this earth, God is calling tonight. Everyone will, will, ha- will be able not be able to have that excuse that they did not give an invitation, that they did not receive an invitation to come to Christ, whether it was through a broadcast or whether it was through a soul winner, whether it was through a billboard, whether it was through a little pamphlet or flyer. Somehow, someway, God speaks to every heart. Every soul will have that opportunity to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. What will you do when you are invited? What will you do when God chooses you and picks you out of the line and say, today is your day for you to be, or to hear about Christ, for you to be invited to the house of the Lord? What will you do with the invitation? What will you do when, again, a soul winner someone calls you or texts you and says, hey, come to the house of the Lord? Again, God calls every day. Every day you wake up, God speaks to your heart. Every day God deals with your heart. Every day God speaks to mankind. That's God's love tonight. If he didn't love us, he wouldn't deal with hearts. If he didn't love you tonight, he wouldn't allow this broadcast to go forth. If we didn't love this community, the church would not be open and the other churches all around the world would not be open. Preachers would not be preachers. tonight, yesterday or this morning, whenever the word goes out, the word goes out 24-7 somewhere along the line in earth. There's no excuse for man not to be saved tonight. And the Bible goes on and says, and so, uh, uh, he says, many are called. They, they, he said, those that are with him are the called, the chosen, the faithful the chosen tonight, Jesus had given a, 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 a parable about a, a feast that was taking place in Matthew four twenty two, and And particularly that verse where he says, many are called, but few are chosen. And so back to what we were saying, many God calls, many God reaches out to, but the chosen are those that will listen and obey and come to him. He was given, we shared with you over Sunday, I believe it was, we talked about how God had a great feast he referred to the kingdom of God this way. The king had invited all to come to the to the palace, all to come and be partakers of the feast, to be partakers of the goodness of God. I believe last Thursday we talked about everybody can eat tonight. Everybody can eat. No doubt nobody will be rejected or refused. But the Bible says here that many had excuses. They had reasons why they refused to come. Again, it was a slap to the king's face. And the same thing it is in God, the slap in God's face for men and women to reject and neglect salvation tonight. to neglect and say no to God. Again, you think about it when somebody selects you out and chooses you. Again, uh, it it, it should be an honor, no doubt, in in many cases, not in every case. But if you think about, again, you were selected for a particular uh, uh, thing, a promotion, or selected for uh, uh, a thing in which you were asked to do. And and again, it will be considered for many an honor to be selected this way. And again, when when someone perhaps denies it, uh, again, for various reasons, some reasons may not be good, uh, uh, again, may be good reasons to deny it, but you think about it, but just the, the concept of rejecting being chosen. And so God, again, many will reject God because of this. Many will reject God and say no to God. The Bible says the fool has said in his heart, no God. He says no to God. It's a foolish thing. We share with you, uh, again, choosing our Bible study, we starting a series about the whole duty of man. The whole duty of man is, and no doubt the first thing he said was the fear of God. The fear of God. And not be afraid our fear. The fear of the Lord is departing. The fear of God's word. As, it, it, as, as Jesus prophesied about that anyway. And we have seen it right before our eyes. What is taking place. So it's not, again, strange to see these things happening in our society today. Where men and women are rejecting God. The Bible says, and so the king was robbed. Back to our parable, he says he'd go into the highways and the hedges, no doubt, and compel them to come. Go get the lame, go get the maimed, go get the halt, the weary, the broken. Go get that one that is hungry. Go get that one that has a need. I don't know about you, but I have a need tonight, amen? A need in my soul, a need for my Savior, a need to receive of God and to serve God and live for God the one who loves me that I am. The one who cares for you tonight, don't reject the one who really cares for our soul. The Bible talks about being chosen. And as a believer tonight, and when you look back over your life say, man, God saved me. You look back over your life and count that a privilege that God was willing to save you. If you look back over your life and say, man, where would I used to be? Where would I be without God? Where would you be? We were sharing, talking about that earlier today. Where would we be? Would we even be alive? If it wasn't for the grace of God, brother. If it wasn't for the grace of God, where would you be? On the streets, juggling in the intersection. <laughs> we saw a man, at least we, we we took, we was on the way home in Reverend, on the way home today. We saw a man juggling in the, in, the, in the intersection for dollars. I said, well, at least he's trying instead of just out there with his hand out. At least he's trying to hustle a little bit. But where would we be? We could be doing that. And praise God, if you got to juggle, whatever case may be. Hey, Amen. But you think about that. Where would we be? Where we, we could be in the mental institution somewhere. Locked behind bars for life. Where would we be on the streets strung out tonight? But it was God, and we counted the privilege tonight, and give God praise tonight, and always remember to go back and say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for salvation. Thank you, God, for allowing me to come to my senses and choose the right path tonight. And so look in the First Peter chapter 2. The Bible says, uh, remind, Peter reminded the church he says wherefore uh, verse 1 he says wherefore lay aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisy and enemies and all evil speak him as newborn babes desire sincere milk of the word that she may grow thereby if so that she have tasted of the lord's grace uh, lord the lord is gracious and so he says begin to thank god for the grace of God almighty God because God has pulled us out of these things and God, and he says, hey, you can come out of the mess that the world is involved. In. You can come out of the mess that we all were once involved in. The Bible says, he says, he, we become lively stones, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. And so, no doubt, precious, you're precious in God's eyes. You're precious now because, again, you're one of his children tonight. You, you've been selected out by Almighty God. Don't take that for granted tonight. Cherish that thing. Cherish it as a lively stone as a precious more precious than silver and gold your soul is the most valuable thing that you have your relationship with God is the most valuable thing you have tonight and soul counted as treasure tonight the Bible says also ye are a lively stone and a built up a spiritual house a holy priesthood to offer us up uh, spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God and in verse six he went on first Peter two six he says wherefore Also it is contained in the scriptures, Behold, I lay in Zion a cornerstone, elect precious. He that believeth on him shall not be confounded. The Bible says this stone, as he went on and said that the builders rejected. The stone was disallowed. It was rejected of men. To some it was a stumbling block. To others, again, uh, it was counted as nothing. Again, but, but we thank God tonight that it was our everything tonight. It's our everything tonight and we begin to count that valuable, your soul and your relationship with Jesus Christ, count it as valuable tonight. He went on to say, you are a chosen generation in verse 9 a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, and God chooses us tonight. He wants to use you and I tonight in this generation, this generation of men and women that are, again, that have strayed away from God, this generation that is growing up without Christ, this generation that does not know about Sunday school, this generation that that glorifies and magnifies sin. Tonight, we are that generation tonight that is ordained to call, uh, carry out the gospel of Jesus Christ tonight. Be partakers tonight and say, God, I'll do it, I'll go, I'll help. I want to be a- a effect affecting this generation tonight. He says, a chosen generation and a royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people. Again, you think about this. God says today you're part of the King, Kingdom of God. Royalties in the building. Royalties in the building tonight. And he went on and says, a holy nation, a peculiar people, different. You've been set apart, the Bible says. "I in Corinthians, he says, come out from among them and be ye separate, said the Lord. Separated, different, holy is unto the Lord tonight. Again, he says, touch not, handle not, taste not the things. No doubt that will defile the soul. He says that ye should show forth the praise of him that has called you out of darkness into a marvelous light you've been called out to praise god called out to glorify god in your life in your ways and our actions to, to so people can see the light of god through you and I tonight that the world can see true believers real christians tonight you've been chosen and called out for a purpose called out to do what god wants us to do tonight We're talking about chosen uh, again called to be faithful and the Bible says, which is in time past, we're not a people. Before, before we were not always this way. And Paul reminded, I mean, Peter, me, Peter reminded us of this. He said, we weren't always this way. I always put that disclaimer whenever we preach. I wasn't always a preacher. Wasn't always a preacher. And again, you know, people know you before you come to Christ. That should even speak even more because they should see a change in our lives. They can just see, hey, he's been plucked out. I remember going to the military, and the jury sergeant told him, he says, You're not, not going to be the same when you go back home. You won't, y'all remember that? You won't be the same going back on the block. Because why? They were changing our mentality, changing the way that we were, changing again, how that we should think and act and conduct our lives. And on the grandest scale, it is in Christ. How when God calls you and saves you, you should be different now on the block. You should now be the light. You should now, no doubt, be the one that's telling men and women about the, 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 the house of the Lord instead of the n- next party tonight. Amen. You should be lifting up Jesus instead of someone, no doubt, that, that, that does, not know, uh, does not know Christ tonight. We should lift up and glorify Almighty God. God chose you and I to be men and women representation and ambassadors for the kingdom of God. Think about what ambassadors are living in New York. You may see plates, license plates that say diplomats on the plates. Y'all ever seen those before? They light blue and red and white and they say diplomats on the license plates. <clears throat> these are representation of countries. Here in New York City, the United Nations is here. And here in the United Nations, every nation is represented at least by one or two individuals. And they have counselors and all these different things here in the city. And, and, and they are called out from their country to represent. They represent their nation. And they're to conduct their lives. They're to live their lives to represent their nation. Now, from what I understand, they said if they get in trouble, if they get locked up or get into a crime, they immediately are demoted and sent back to their country. Can you imagine that? They're immediately demoted and sent back to their country, stripped of their, their 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 security clearances and all these different things they have because they misrepresent the country. And so, these individuals are called from their land and from their country to represent their king, their, their 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 cities and their nations. And so, the same thing it is on a grander scale, even greater. In God, we're called to be ambassadors for the kingdom of God, and those that were with the Lamb were chosen. Chosen God, chooses you and I, no doubt, and we choose Him. How many grateful you chose Christ tonight? You choose Christ tonight as your Lord and your Savior, the greatest choice you could ever make. My friend, if you have yet to choose Christ, choose Him this day. Choose you whom you will serve this day. No doubt, make up in your heart, your mind as for me in my house, as for me in my house, make that your prayer. We will serve the Lord. Joshua to ask that question to the children of Israel. He says, who will you choose? Will you choose and, and, and serve strange gods? A God that cannot do anything for you. A God that cannot answer your prayer. A God that has, has caused heartache and pain and suffering. Do, again, or do you choose a living God that brought deliverance, that brought joy and peace and satisfaction and provision and everything that you need? Why would we want to choose something differently? In church tonight, we did not want to go back. To our old choices. I may say that tonight. Every day we, back to that warfare. You have to make a choice. Am I going to live for God, or am I going to live for the devil? Am I going to obey temptation? Am I going to surrender and bow down? We have a choice every day what we do. But church tonight, let's make the right choice. Jesus tonight. Choose. Make the right choice. Let's choose the chosen one, the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. Let's move on. The second part of that message is about, he says, so they overcame them, no doubt, and declared them Lord and Lord and kings of kings. And he says that he called them chosen and faithful. In order to be on the Lord's side, we must also be faithful. He must answer the call, obey the call, stay in the call, walk uprightly before him, and be faithful to it as well. Faithful. Faithful, again, has various meanings. One is full of faith. You separated, full of faith. When the disciples were chosen, when the disciples after Christ had went back to heaven, even the, the select twelve, again uh, he, he considered them to be faithful at that time. We know Judas eventually committed, uh, went out and, 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 and uh, betrayed him. We know that, but again, uh, those that he had chosen, he had, uh, he trusted them, he believed in them, and naturally, again, and, and it carried over after he went back into heaven, and, and naturally, again, after the twelve original twelve, he went on and gathered more and more disciples as well. More men and women. We need more men and women that will be faithful. And many times you read the criteria of them. They, one of the one of the criterias that that allowed them to be considered disciples because they were faithful. They were faithful to God, full of faith, full of faith, believing God for the impossible, believing God could heal, believing God could make a way, believing God could come through, believing God to deliver the lost, <coughs> believing God could do anything but fail, believing God could save the community. And many of them uh, experienced it because they were, uh, again, they were true and made full of faith. They were full of faith in Almighty God. How many believe that tonight? That again, I believe God can do great and mighty works. Again, as we move to this city, and it still has not changed. The same God again is able to do it, He's able to do it again here in this 17 years later. That same God. And church, we must remain faithful. I remember we moved into this church building, and the people they said, Oh, there's been a lot of churches in and out of this place. And not today, probably counting count the days, how long will we be faithful? How long will we stay now? I don't know, 12 years plus, whatever it's been. We've been devil to remain faithful. Brothers and brother, sisters, tonight, let's be faithful. We see people come and go. Come and go because, again, they hear the gospel. But where they choose the gospel. They hear the word of God. They hear the invitation of God. But where they choose it. Some may choose it, but then they stop being faithful over time. And every day you must be full of faith. Every day, because somewhere along the line, the enemy will say, ah, stop, depart from the faith. Stop believing. Give up. Give in. But those that we read about that was with Jesus, there in those days, in the great battle, were those that were faithful. All the way to the end, you can go throughout scriptures about many women that were faithful. I'll give you a one here. The Bible says a man named Daniel in chapter six. Daniel chapter six. The Bible says <clears throat> that the presidents and the princes, they had sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. Again, they wanted Daniel to no longer uh, or they wanted him to betray his God up in heaven. They wanted him to betray the God that he served. And the Bible says, but they could not find none occasion, nor fault, for as much as he was faithful, and neither was there any fault found in him. Daniel was one of those examples of being faithful. Faithful when he was hungry. Faithful when his flesh didn't feel like it. Faithful when, uh, again, his back was against the wall. Faithful with the threats of the lions, then. Faithful when his neck was on the line. Faithful like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Faithful when the, the thought of being thrown into the fire. These men were examples of being faithful unto God. There are so many that were found faithful, brothers and sisters today. And no, no doubt those are the ones that Jesus uh, sees and knows and he blesses because they, they're of their faithfulness to God. And, church, we can learn so much from the Word of God and so much from these faithful believers. In Almighty God, let us uh, glean from this and apply it in our lives. Let us be faithful in all matters of our lives unto God. The Bible says, and so he was faithful and he passed the test. When he was thrown into the lions, then it didn't matter. Because he was faithful to God, God was faithful to him. And I'm changing church today. When they were faithful oh, from, from, from now to the rest of your life, all the way through eternity. Jesus will be faithful to us, even when the devil raises up his head, as we see in Revelation 17. And he's going he will be faithful and do what he said he's gonna do. He will defeat the enemy of our soul. As we wrap this up tonight, Jesus is faithful. He's faithful in his word. He's faithful in what he's gonna do. And brothers and sisters, today you can count on that and, and believe in what he said he would do. He's faithful. And he will keep you and and cover you along the way. Let's move on as we close up. You can come on up. The Bible says there's a war. A war for your faithfulness. A war for your commitment. A war, no doubt, for your sanity and your soul. A war for our community. And churches that you make up in your mind, I will be faithful. I will answer the call. I will be what God wants me to be because I want to stand in the winning circle. Many of those that are successful in any endeavor are faithful to their thing. They're faithful to it. Whether it's in the secular world, whether it's in the spiritual realm, they're faithful to it. The greatest of athletes were faithful and committed to their, their cause. The most successful doctors or lawyers or actors, whoever it may be, were committed to their craft. On and on and on, you can pick any any occupation faithful to it. The greatest students were those that were faithful to studying, amen. Faithful to, to, to applying, no doubt, the principles of whatever case may be. And brothers and sisters today, let us be faithful unto God. And I'm telling you, your faith will pay off. Your faith will pay off in due season. The Bible tells us in due season we shall reap if we faint not. If we continue to battle and and win the war that you go and face every day in life, no doubt you will see great victory in your life. Again, we talk about here complete victory in your life. Again, let's be complete in that as well. Complete in, in your call. Complete in being faithful to Almighty God, and you shall win the battle. As we bow our heads in reverence to God tonight, the battle was raging, but they stayed faithful. They stayed faithful. They stay committed to what they prayed and asked the Lord to do in their lives. They stay committed because our God is committed. He loved us so. He cares for your soul tonight. He cares for you. He loves you. And he called you out because he wants the best for your soul. And no doubt tonight, let us give back unto the one that cares and loves for us. Let us get back and say, God, I'll be faithful to you. God, I'll be faithful. I'll answer the call. I'll answer what you asked me to do. I'll be committed, God. I'll shine in this world. You called me out to be different. You saved me so I can shine in this world. You saved me to tell others about Jesus. You called me out of my family and out of my, my circle of friends. So I can reach back to them that they can know Christ. God has chosen you. God has chosen you. And no doubt tonight, perhaps even perhaps even God is calling you into the ministry. Choose it tonight. God is dealing with your heart tonight. Answer that call. It's the greatest call you can ever do. But He calls all of us to be Christians. He calls each of us to be believers. He calls each of us to be witnesses. And those that will stand with Jesus on that day are those that have answered and been faithful. Church, today, eternity will be worth it all. Stay faithful to the Lord. Stay committed to God. It won't be long, church. It won't be long until whether you see a breakthrough or until we have to stand before the Lord and give an account for our lives. And he would ask that question, what have we done with Jesus? What do we do? salvation. What did we do with the call? Perhaps you ran away from the call. You're watching this tonight and uh, running from the call. Tonight stop running and answer the call. Jonah ran from the call until he came to his realization. You know what? I need to go back and do what God said to do. Tonight, tonight, answer tonight. Do what God wants you to do. You'll begin to watch God open up doors. Watch God do great and mighty things because you said yes to him. And the greatest thing of all, the devil will be defeated. The devil's plan for your life will be defeated because you've focused in on what God has called you to do. You focus in and said, God, I'll be faithful to you. I'll no longer listen to the wrong voice. I'll no longer obey the enemy of my soul. But now I'll listen to you and follow after you my friend, if you don't know Jesus Christ tonight, the Savior of the world, the Lamb of God, the one we talked about, the Lamb tonight, the one who was crucified, gave his life, faithful all the way to the cross, faithful, committed all the way to the kneeling, to the, to the, to the thorns that were placed upon his head, to the piercing of his side, the blasphemy, the cursing of his name, he stayed faithful. Through the hardship of it all, he knew that it was going to pay off in the end. He remained faithful. See, the Bible tells us, For God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son. The heavenly father chose him. He said, Lord, I'll, I'll, I'll answer. I'll go. I'll do your will. And he did. He died on that cross. He gave up the ghost. Went to hell for us. That we don't have to go. rose again on the third day. That we can have everlasting life. My friend, they accept Christ tonight. Accept that invitation to the feast. Accept that invitation to the winning side. Accept that invitation tonight. Accept it. Accept Jesus, Lord, as Lord of your life. And for the believer tonight, let's remain faithful and continue to walk in the call and the will of God. God, help each one, help us all tonight to stay committed, faithful, and true to you. God, to do your divine plan in this generation that we're in, in this time allotted, this time allotted for each one of us to make a difference everywhere we go on the job that they can see the light shining, on the train, in the store. Whoever we may be, let us represent and be ambassadors for Christ. To represent the king. To represent who you are. As we find a place to pray today, she you begin to sing, unto the Lord, let us be chosen. Let us be called. Answer the call and be faithful to him. God bless you, our prayer. And she begins to sing unto the Let him be Lord of your life. Lord means absolute ruler. Let him be that in each of our lives. Amen. The answer. When God calls. Call to salvation. Call to the ministry. Whatever God calls you to do. Say, Lord, I'll go. I'll be faithful. And those that say that again, they will stand in the end. In the winning circle. Amen. Amen. Because they chose Jesus. Caribbean song and say, Jesus Christ is the winner of mine. The winner of mine. And he wins in the end. Amen. And truly, 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 look really forward to that day. But along the way, win the battles here on earth. Amen. The spiritual battles as you go through. Remember and hold that salvation precious. Cherish it. And all of that, but be faithful to the one who's faithful to us. God bless our prayer. We'll see you this Sunday at 11 a.m. Again, Saturday, also 12. 12 p.m. We have soul winning. Come on out. Come on out. Invite, invite, invite. Go out into the highways and byways with us and invite someone to church with you. All right, God bless you. I pray. We'll see you soon.